Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> Out of our steamy, it is hot, yeah. <laughs> my mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This is Steven, and I just want to share. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly, because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is time for your inspirational morning vitamin, the cocktail to wellness. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. I am sitting here on this happy Saturday morning, sipping my favorite beverage, Camille Macchiato. What are you sipping on? I hope that you have your favorite beverage in hand. And in the other hand, you have a patent pen, and you're ready to venture into this conversation about getting over yourself. Today, folks, I have a a guy in the studio with me who is no stranger to a microphone. He has a master's in social welfare. He is the CEO of two companies in which he provides consultation and facilitation services. He's the principal behind two web-based interactive sites on personal growth and transformation. This gentleman is an internationally accredited speaker through Toastmasters. He's authored four books and three audio sets. He's the national award-winning radio commentator. It, listen, it doesn't sound like he's getting in his own way, does it? Nevertheless, let's welcome Mr. Ron Chapman into the cafe with me today. Good morning, Ron. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Soy. That was uh that was an entertaining introduction. Thanks. I, I so enjoyed it. I, I feel like I could do it again. But it, <laughs> you know, I, I I had to cut it off, Ron. You know, you have so much experience and and so much wisdom behind you in, in your life that uh, I, I could have spent the 30-minute show to just really talking you up, really. Mm. So now, if you ever need someone to introduce you, I'm that person. Keep me in mind. Well, it's a it's a good thing you didn't do that because then we wouldn't be in a coffee talk and we wouldn't be having conversation, would we? <laughs> no, it'd have been Ron's show. Welcome to Ron's show. This is the Ron Chapman show. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for for being on the show today. I really appreciate you taking time to hang out with me for the next thirty minutes. How are you this morning? 
doing really well. I, uh, I'm sitting here with a really strong French dark roast, so that's my uh, that's my contribution to the coffee shop. All right, all right. I like that sipping with soy technique. You know, I have to share, I have a good friend that I'm not always drinking caramel macchiato. I, I do my teas every now and then, but I have a, a good friend, uh, which I will call her, I call her an SAF friend, but she has uh, shared ginger tea with me, and, and, and I do that from time to time, and I and I love it. So I would, mm. for those who don't do the caffeine, try the ginger tea. It's really good. Mm. It's good. That's fresh, fresh ginger. So, well, Ron, so with all the things that you're doing and as successful as you are, I mean, yeah. people are looking at you, and I, I'm reading your bio, and I'm like, what do you mean getting over yourself? So do you find that did you get in the way of yourself, how you're able to do these things? Oh, yeah, that's, that, that's why it's actually my, my favorite subject, although when I was talking about using this title with my longtime mentor, he said, well, that's going to be offensive to people because we don't want to get over ourselves. And it's sort of like, well, that's, that's true. But, you know, just to be really honest in the spirit of conversation, I mean, this, this all started for me about 30 years ago, to be really honest. And, and what happened was I was in the middle of a, a sort of classic American success story, uh, you know, had an important career and a good education, all of that. And, and in the middle of that, it just it just fell apart, um, and and I was forced. I mean, okay, again, in the spirit of honesty, it fell apart because of alcoholism, and mm-hmm. and in the middle of all that, I lost I lost the career. My wife left. Um, my finances ended up in in, in uh, problematic circumstances. I uh, I ended up having to get some mental health treatment, and mm-hmm. and. Um, it, 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 I mean, that's the ultimate getting over yourself, right? I mean, here I am. Mm-hmm. I've got a successful life. I'm 30 at that point, 33 years old. I've got it all together. I've made all the trappings of having an identity in the world. And so they just blew up. I mean, in the matter of about 18 months, it just all blew up. And so what you're left with is, oh, well, if I'm not all those things I thought I was, then who am I? Who will I be? Where will I go? What will I do with myself? Uh, and so there's this, you know, the, the getting over yourself theme has to do with all the ways that we get attached to ourselves and our paths and our lives. And and soy, they can be really good things that we're attached to, just like mm-hmm. they can be really bad things. I can, I do a lot of work with leaders who have to get over themselves because they start thinking too much of themselves as a leader. And they're successful, but it gets in the way because they become inauthentic. They become, in some cases, dishonest. So there's like all these ways that we we bind ourselves up with ourselves, and over and over again, it has to be deconstructed. So that's kind of a that's kind of a gush of information, but um, but there you go. I mean, that's the punchline. You know, when when I think about getting over yourself and how we get in our way. Imagine rock climbing, um, and I'm sure mm-hmm. that we all can relate to rock climbing, even though some of us physically haven't climbed the mountain, but now in, in most active social places you see the wall, you see the tools there, you see the ropes mm-hmm. that support you, and you see people attempting to rock climb. Now, I relate that yeah. to us in, in, in our professional settings 
uh, where we are climbing the path to success, and, and, we're, and we're doing really well. When you look at rock climbing, you look at your positioning, you look at how you have to be equipped with things, and you are on the mountain trying to get up. And, and, and note that you need the proper gear, and, and you need to understand mm-hmm. your weight, your positioning, and how you place your feet and, and, and where you grab the rock so you can pull yourself up. So for those who are on the path to success, and we've gotten some of those preliminary things out of our way, and we are trying to reach the mountain, what are some principles that you can share with us that we can get over ourselves and and get out of the way? Well, first of all, kudos for such a wonderful analogy. I love the rock climbing metaphor. I actually learned how how to rock climb. And so there are a couple of really good points here. And and what I want to start with is to affirm something you just said. You gotta learn the tools, you gotta to learn the basics, you gotta have the foundation. I mean that's all necessary. But if you look at exceptionally talented or exceptionally successful rock climbers, using that as our analogy, what you find is there comes this moment where it's not about the skills they learn, it's not about the equipment that they're using there's something that begins to happen that is larger than those skill sets where all of a sudden they're able to do something. Now there's a, there's a, there's a couple of real teachable points in that as I see it. The first is, and this is right in the rock climbing metaphor. Oftentimes the only way to get to the next level is you must stand up on your feet, reach above your head further than you feel comfortable with, and then push yourself up, and it's always uncomfortable. So part of the secret to success, whether as a professional or a rock climber, is you have to get comfortable with pushing outside your comfort zone, stretching yourself to a place that is very, very problematic at times, and trust that you're going to find a way. And it runs against everything in our being. Mm. And then and then the second piece, using again the rock climbing metaphor, is as long as we're too attached to our tools, to our present toehold, the present ledge we're on, our present skill set, as long as we remain attached to where we currently are, we can't move forward. So there's both mm-hmm. this kind of courage, courageous willingness to, to push ourselves into the discomfort zone and simultaneously a willingness to let go of the things that we have come to rely upon and at some moment in time, the, 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 both of those happening gives us range and possibility that we can't get to any other way. So it's a, it's a beautiful metaphor, beautiful mm-hmm. analogy to start off with, Zoe. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for that. You know, I, it, since we're being honest and this is real talk, I've, I've never rock climbed. But I think after hearing this and taking <laughs> notes, I think, I, think I, feel, I think I feel like I can challenge myself to do it. But, you know, in, in all honesty, and <laughs> in, in all honesty, Ron, the I'm listening to that, and, and I'm thinking about the things and the, that I want to do and the places that that I want to go, and I'm sure people can relate. But being in being in our comfort zone is is not such a safety place. We, we call it a safety net, and it mm. sounds like what you're explaining is that we 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 got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. How do how do we know? How do, how do we know when it's time to move? Because sometimes people look at that as, oh, well, I'm nervous about moving to the next level. I got these signs. How do we know? What are some indications that it's time to move forward or that it's okay to move forward? 
God, I I I, lo- I love chatting with you. So you are like so tracking on this. So 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 let's switch analogies for imagine. I, I, imagine that okay. you're hiking on a, on a, on a path, which of course is a great analogy for life because we're all hiking on some path today. And there will always come a branch in the path. There's always another branch. And what happens? We get soy. We get hung up on thinking: Is this the right path or the wrong path? The good path or the bad path? When in fact, the evidence in my world, leadership development, organization development, is the magic is not choosing the right path. The magic is choosing a path that appears to be a good path, and then making it a right path. So that comfort we have with being stuck where we are, being comfortable with what we have, we have to we have to get our heads around this idea that that any option is going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel like a stretch. There's always going to be questions, but the research is really strong that once you put your foot on the new path, the new route, the new you know the, the new knob you're going to climb over if you're rock climbing. It's what we do after the decision that makes the difference, which is completely contrary to the way we think about this because we're afraid, let's face it. Um, and we're built, we're built to resist the feeling of, 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 of something new because, because we don't know what it represents. So there's, there's a kind of boldness in there. And eventually what we might call, if we go into the spiritual space, at some point you have faith that you can make it work. Uh, and 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 the result is that you can do these things that you formerly couldn't even consider. So when you have your clients to come in and you and you do workshops about this too, you do workshops and actually he said yeah. he has something coming up and in uh, in the in a few weeks in the Atlanta area and I'll share we'll share that information with you at the end of the show. Yes, yeah. but he has something coming up there. What what kind of exercises do you do with your with your clients to help them mm-hmm. to move through and, and, and get out of the way of themselves? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cross a little bit into a, a, a well known uh, well known spiritual analogy. You know, the the can't put new wine into old wine skins stolen from the from the uh, from the New Testament. And so Mm -hmm. what I've learned to do with people is there are two things one must do. One must look towards something to aspire to, call it goal setting, call it a new vision, um, call it some desired outcomes you're seeking, a new way of being, a new life. You have to have something to aspire to, and it's got to be bigger than what you can conceive of. Um, Otherwise, there's a a built-in self-limitation. But then the Mm -hmm. second piece is we have to flip it and we have to say, okay, now let me have a hard talk with myself about what keeps me from getting there. Now, this could be as practical as not having the right education. It really could be. That's fine. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it could be that our own self-perception gets in the way. This is very common when you find someone who essentially doesn't believe it's possible for them. And so what we have to start working with is the, the, the beliefs, the old ideas, the experiences that tell us we can't. And if we do both of those, if we create something to aspire to, uh, and then if we do some work to, to deal with the obstacles within us, and sometimes without us, um, then something magical happens. And, and uh, commonly, 
we need help, especially with the latter one. And most of us can do some visioning work, Soy. What most of us have difficulty with, and this is the value of a mentor or a coach or a therapist or a spiritual advisor, is someone who can help us find why it is we are limited where we are um, because we won't be able to see it on our own very likely. So there's a valuable role in here for advisors, especially ones that we can trust and who are willing to tell us the truth about ourselves. Because honestly, Soy, some of this stuff about ourselves is not pleasant to see. You know, we, we don't want to know that I'll take a classic leadership leadership dilemma. The classic leader does not really want to know that they've lost humility and that they're full of themselves and that that's getting in the way. They don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. And yet it is that feedback from someone they can trust that can make all the difference in the world in them taking it to another level. Yeah. And I, and I think that the, the, the key the key to being receptive to that is wanting mm-hmm. is wanting it. You know, there, there, there's some of us who have these blockers on where yeah. we, we can't hear what our limitations are. We can't hear what people see. But uh, you know, at some point in, in life, you, you mentioned at, at 33, 30 something odd years when you came to mm-hmm. when you when your life began to adjust. You know, I refer to it as midlife crisis. But there there's a point in our lives where now we want things to make sense. You know, you feel like you've been going through the motions, up, down, you know, or whatever it's been, and it's, and you get to the point of why. why. Why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why is this happening? And you want answers, and you begin to search for these answers. And and you could be, mine started for me professionally. You know, I, I, I felt bored doing the same thing. You know, going to work, doing the same thing, get, getting the same recognition, and I felt I cannot retire doing it. There's got, there's got to be more to life than just this. You want more. Yeah. And and this is what I tell my my children. Uh, they I guess they would hate for me to say this. Is what I tell my daughter. <laughs> the women, they're, they're little women now. I'm so proud of them both. Yeah, yeah, but this yeah. is what, what I tell them. Gravitate to what you like to do. You're looking for your passion, your purpose. I'm like, do what it is you like to do. It will make room for you. So for those who are out there looking to, to figure out the next mm-hmm. step, do what it is you like to do, whether it's listening to people, talking to people, being, do you know, going going out doing certain, as little and as stupid and as unimportant as, it, as yeah. it may seem, do those things that you like to do, and as you do them, you will begin to figure it out. It'll it'll make sense. Yeah. 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 You know, I was at uh, I, I was asked to speak to a, a group of students at Georgia State. I guess this was last year. And um, long story short is, you know, we were in a we were in a, an interactive conversation, and one young woman, clearly bright just from the way she just from the way she was speaking, the, the, her question was, so if there was one thing you would advise us to do, what is that? Mm-hmm. And I said, just man, it was right there, soy. If it makes you uncomfortable, do it. Because the reason is really, really practical. Whenever we're in our comfort zone, we're not and can't learn anything new. That doesn't mean there's not benefit to being comfortable at times, of course. But if you intend to go somewhere, if you want to have a breakthrough, if you want your potential, whatever it may be, to be realized, it is not going to happen in your comfort zone. That's like going back to our rock climbing metaphor. That's like sitting on a comfortable ledge with a sandwich and a cup of cup of water. 
Well, that's a really comfortable, that's a wonderful, I got no beef with that, but if you intend to go someplace, you are going to have to finish the sandwich, finish the water, get yourself packed back up and make the next piece of effort going upward into your discomfort zone. And over and over again, we do that. And, And over the course of a lifetime, it opens up remarkable possibilities. But I do want to say something about your obviously much loved daughters. Um, one of the regrettable things in our culture, and I think it's more true for young women than, than young men, is we really put some severe limits on them as a culture. We really tell them a lot of things that they can't, shouldn't, wouldn't do. And, of course, by the time they're 18, 19, 20, 22, 25 years old, they're, they're, living, they're living with the belief in their limitations. Um, and so I like what you were telling your kids. It's like, hey, go out there and give it a shot. I mean, yeah, you're going to fall. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to get messy. And you're going to be uncomfortable a lot. But you must do it if you intend for your potential to be realized because you're not going to find it hanging out on a comfortable ledge with a sandwich. Um, so good for you for giving your kids that motivation. Well, you know, you know, thank you. Thank you for that. You know, but everything I share is basically based on my experience and, and, and what I learned. And so, I, you know, I, I hope that people listen to this information, what we share, and take it back to their families and friends and coworkers or whoever, and, and share the link to the show so they can inspire other people to kind of get off the ledge and, and, and move ahead as, as well. So, Ron, tell, tell us, what can we expect from your, your workshop that gonna, that's going to be happening um, in a few weeks here in the Atlanta area? What, what can one expect from that? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the morning of February 6th from, I think we start at 9 and go to 1230. Um, as you said, you'll put out the details. It's Toastmasters affiliated, but anyone is welcome. What we're going to be looking at is what it takes to grow your presentation skills to an exceptional level. There are lots and lots of capable speakers and leaders in the world, but there aren't as many exceptional ones. And there are some specific things we can learn about what it takes to take it to a substantially higher level. And so we're going to spend a lot of time in coaching work, not just me, but all kinds of people are going to be coaching. We're going to have three speakers, 10 coaches, 10 formal coaches, and everybody in the audience will have an opportunity to participate in the own coaching learning process. Uh, So that by the end of the day, I want people to walk out of there with a whole new conception of, of, of what it is they might aspire to and how they can take it to the next level. You could call it in some ways the visioning part I was talking about a minute ago to actually see where they might go. And then mm-hmm. on the second side, we'll get a pretty good dose of information about what keeps people from having that possibility realized. Uh, it'll be mm-hmm. a highly interactive, hopefully hopefully very, very entertaining. That's my commitment is to, to make sure it's a very entertaining and worthwhile use of people's time. I like that. I, I think it will. If nothing else, come on out. Come check out the seminar where you can find yourself. It sounds like you can really find some good things about about yourself there and, and knowing you and, and how you communicate and, and just the quality of work you put out. I'm sure it's going to be a successful event. I, I plan to be there, so I'll be doing a virtual show 
there. Um, hopefully, I'll, yeah. I'll find a way to get, get it done. But I definitely will be. Yeah. Soy will be in the building. I never want to miss an opportunity to learn and grow. Yeah. And yeah, I would have finished my sandwich and water by then, Ron. So I should be ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I mean, I'll just be really honest. I'm I'm not a. Uh, I mean, what I just said about stretching yourself applies to me. Some, I mean, it's something I practice. I will be doing a few things that morning that I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with it'll be about should be about 175, 180 people we're expecting. So it's a big group. There's a certain risk in trying new things in front of a group that size. But it's kind of like, well, I mean, if I'm going to be true to what I've just been talking about, I must get out there and try some things I've never tried before, uh, and and see what I can do with them. So. <laughs> You can you can come and you can watch and and, and at, at certain moments you may think to yourself you know what he's never done that before that was really awkward <laughs> it was like but but I will learn as a result of it and that's 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 what's most important and, and you know what I want to share with people about uh, about leadership people I, I love leadership seminars and information because I think leadership starts with with yourself it's not really about um. Other yep. people. I, I think that in order to be, you know, a great leader, you got to start taking control over your own life. And I think that regardless of what uh, environment you're in or, or what you learn, those principles you can apply to taking control over your life, because that's generally what stops us from getting to where we need to go. We don't take control over our lives. We don't take control of being in the moment. We don't take control of our destiny. And and we waver with so many other things that that we don't control. It. And, and and I, yeah. I think that's the central point of getting in your way. You're not taking control. You know? Yeah. Yeah, well, a, a lot of us, um, I, I, a phrase I've been known to use with that, Soy, is we, we kind of self-abdicate. We, we we surrender, right? We give up. We 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 lapse into complacency, um, and and it's real easy to do. I mean, when something surprising or awful comes your way, it's very very easy, um, to, you know, to decide that you just can't do this, that it's too hard, too difficult, too unfair, too whatever. Um, but complacency is just nightmarish in terms of potential development because because. You can pretty much guarantee that the single – here's a funny piece of data. The single largest indicator of success for entrepreneurs is their ability to keep trying. Is that amazing? If you, mm-hmm. want to predict, if you want to predict success for any new entrepreneur, the single largest determinant is their ability to persist. If they keep figuring out how to try it, if they keep trying to – the likelihood of their success goes up because they just don't quit. Um, if you look at this in the public health, the public health space, one of my, I, I work in public health as well and uh, one of my client bases, and, and they, they say with things like, um, you know, uh, health-related, say smoking, for example, that the single mm-hmm. largest predictor is never quit quitting. It's like, it's like just mm-hmm. don't give up. Just get off the ledge, put your hand on the rock, and try it again over and over again that that's the single largest predictor. Um, and so this idea that we're going to stop and rest is just terribly, terribly undermining of our potential. Well, how do you, what, what's your opinion about uh, accountability in terms of people having a support group around them that yeah. will 
push them to keep trying. What, what's, your, what's your take on that? Well, the data is really strong that if we have, again, coming right out of the world of organization and performance improvement, um, if we have someone, something to help keep us on track, it will invariably produce better results. And so I generally like to talk in terms of finding somebody you trust who you will listen to who will give you good advice give you good guidance so that you can be accountable. I'm a big fan of having support because it's so hard to do this on our own. Um, plus, sometimes we, we need teachers and mentors and advisors and all that stuff because we're trying to do things we just don't know how to do. Well, Ron, it's, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I, I could chat with, with you for hours. Of course, I would have to keep filling my cup. It overflows. I'll have to keep filling, filling my cup to continue to keep, to keep up with you. But it's been a pleasure having you in the cafe today. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, and I look forward to continuing the conversation in whatever ways you would like to, Soy. It's fun, and uh, you, you're, you're very insightful with your questions. So that just makes it all the more fun to be in the cafe with you. Oh, well, I, I'm naturally curious. That's just me, and I'm sure that. My friends who are listening are probably nodding, nodding their head. You know, as a child, my mother would, would say, I'd always ask questions, why, 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 and I would myself to sleep. But before we leave, please let everyone know where they can get more information from you, get your website information so they can contact and reach out to you. Sure. Um, best approach point is www.seeingtrue, that's S-E-E-I-N-G, T-R-U-E dot com, com, where most of my cutting-edge stuff is emerging right now. And from there, you can pretty much track everything. Track me down in all the other places. Well, thank you so much, Ron. I appreciate you being in the cafe with me. It, it's been an awesome experience. I hope that people have gotten some great information and tools of how to get over yourself. The last and hardest thing to greatness. Be empowered, be inspired. Thanks for tuning into the show. And for more information about Coffee Talk with Soy, visit our website as well as our social media. You can find me and more things about the show at coffeetalkwithsoy.com. Your new morning show where we all talk happens. I'll see you right here next Saturday at 10 a.m. I'm looking forward to doing great things in 2016, so stay connected. Have an awesome week, and thanks for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.